Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Every town has a dark side. This is Andrew Fitzgerald from the Everytown Podcast, where every single week we dive into insane and mysterious true crime stories, most of which you've never heard of. Stories like the bizarre disappearance of Tyler Davis in Columbus, Ohio, a 29-year-old father trying to find his way back to his hotel when he disappeared and was never heard from again, and Elizabeth Shelf from Lugoff, South Carolina, who was abducted from her driveway by a madman and taken to his underground bunker in the woods. We give you all the details you're interested in hearing about without any fluff or fillers, because ain't nobody got time for that. We cover everything from psychopaths to poltergeists, so go check out the Everytown podcast, because every town, no matter how nice it may seem, has a dark side. Two more murders, 15 miles away. Arrived, in the they found the we have a electricity line weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. Valentine's Day is a day of cards, candy, and red and pink hearts. But on February 14, 1929, a massacre took place that painted a very different picture of the holiday for love. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Chicago in the late 1920s was a place filled with gang activity. Not just that, but these rival gangs were at war trying to maintain power and control in their trades. Al Capone, chief gangster, wanted to eliminate his bootlegging, gambling, and prostitution rivals, and violence was the best way to get his point across. All of this came to a head when, on February 14, 1929, seven men associated with George Bugs Moran's gang entered a garage in the Lincoln Park neighborhood. Around 10.30 a.m., a Cadillac sedan pulled up in front of the garage and four men stepped out, two of which were dressed as police officers and carrying shotguns. Once they entered, they ordered the seven men inside to line up against the wall where they were shot continuously with submachine guns. The only survivor was a man named Frank Gusenberg, who had been shot 14 times. Then, to give the illusion that everything was being dealt with, the men in the street clothes came out with their hands up and were led away by the two fake policemen, leading witnesses to believe that the police had caught the real killers and had the situation under control. Frank Gusenberg refused to utter a word about the identities of his killers. 
He died three hours later. All of the men shot were associates of Bugs Moran. So, who was the mastermind behind the St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Well, the simple answer was Al Capone. Bugs Moran was one of Capone's longtime enemies, after all. He wanted to eliminate the man who was his biggest business rival. There is even speculation that the gunmen mistook one of Moran's men as Moran himself and started the massacre early, thinking he had already arrived. They were lured into the garage with promises of stolen, cut-rate whiskey. But Moran left his hotel apartment late, and when he saw a police car approach the building, he immediately left. Over the years, whispers have been heard here and there that connect Capone to the killings. The police questioned many, but they all remained loyal to their boss. Even all these years later, Al Capone was never officially linked to the crime. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 15th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe and happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.